The Mind Aware, 793. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. This is the show where you discover how to make money by being happy and get paid to be you. I'm Dana Wild. I'm your host. And if you want to be part of the Brain Training Sandbox, then check out the Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs free daily newsletter. You can find it at danawild.com slash mantra. danawild.com slash mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A. So today, we're going to talk about stress. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) We're having a discussion about stress over in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club. Uh, If you haven't checked out the club yet, by the way, do go take a look. It's at pmeclub.com. P-M-E as in Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs. P-M-E-club.com. We were having a discussion over there and it was really interesting. And so I thought I would talk about it a little bit on the show just as a food for thought and for people to think about a little bit, because I think one of the things we're starting to realize more and more in this culture, people who are like we are in the mindset field or interested in mindset or interested in personal development or wanting to live fuller, richer lives, is that we have a dialogue about stress and overwhelm that's going on in the culture that isn't necessarily healthy for us. It's continually reported how much stress causes problems and health issues, etc. But I ran across a study that I thought was really interesting. Researchers asked 30,000 adults how much stress they felt in the past year and whether or not they thought that stress was negative. And eight years later, the same scientists circled back and They found that high-stress people were 43% more likely to have died. But here was the kicker from the study that I thought was interesting. They died only if they believed that stress was bad for their health. And so this is the reason I wanted to talk about this, because so often discussions become part of our culture and they become go-to givens automatically this is the way it is. Oh, yeah, stress is bad. Oh, yeah, overwhelm is bad. Oh, yeah, it's bad for your health. And sometimes we hear things so often we don't question them. I really enjoyed reading about this study because it went back to what we talk about all day, every day, which is the problem isn't the problem. The problem is that you keep thinking and talking about the problem. The problem isn't that stress is bad for you. The problem is that you think stress is bad for you or you believe that stress is bad for you. I remember reading something somewhere and somebody had said, stress only kills you if you think it will or if you think it's bad for you. And I thought, you know what? That is really the ticket. Once again, thoughts matter. Mindset matters most. Thoughts are the single most important thing. The way we think about something is the single most important factor. Now, listen, I'm not advocating, of course, that you go out of your way to be stressed out or that you do nothing to alleviate stress. Like this is not the point of this episode. 
you know, I cater to people who are energy workers and personal development people and mindset experts. And the people who listen to the show, you're people who you know how to manage stress. This is often what you're doing in your business. So, and if you're listening to this, you're also listening to a lot of other things that relate to how to live a better life and, you know, improve your emotional well-being. So it's not like we don't know the things that we need to do to manage stress. We know what to do to manage stress, breathe, meditate, all of those good things, tapping. We've got so many tools in our tool belt. But what I'm suggesting here on the show, or the reason I want to talk about this today, is that what we don't often talk about is how we talk about stress. You may have heard somewhere along the way that the feeling of fear and the feeling of excitement is the same emotion. Well, the reason people say that, or the reason you may have heard that before, is when you experience fear, your brain instructs your body to increase your breathing, your heart rate, dilate your pupils, make your palms sweaty, all of those things. And when you experience excitement, the brain triggers the same physiological reaction. So a lot of people have found it beneficial when they're feeling fearful about something to instead start calling it excitement. That's what I'm talking about here. How can we start talking about stress and overwhelm in different words that change the way we view it? Um, Sometimes people come to the train your brain sandbox and they say, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And just changing that dialogue to I love my full life. I love my full life. I love that I'm interested in so many things. I love that I have so many varied interests. Just that little shift makes a world of difference. So what if we started talking about stress and overwhelm differently? What if we started calling them something different? One of the things that they talk about in, there's a a book out called The Upside of Stress. And I haven't read it, so I, I don't know if it's a great book, but I caught this choice of verbiage from it that I thought was interesting. And they talk about having a challenge response to stress. And it's part of the discussion we've been having in the PME club too, is that when you have a challenge response to stress, you realize that you're feeling that experience of stress, you're feeling that experience of overwhelm because something is important to you. And so it's like a trigger for the brain to go, hey, hey, this is important. You're feeling stress about this because it's important. And you can take it on as a challenge rather than as that you're being defeated by it. You can have a challenge response, which is going to increase your self-confidence and motivate you to action and all of these good things. So I thought that was an, an interesting way to talk about it. The other one that I really liked, in fact, probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite, way to talk about overwhelm and stress. And it comes from Abraham Hicks, which would be no surprise to you because I quote them often. But one of the things they talk about with overwhelm and with stress is that when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because you have called through a lot of desires that you're not keeping up with emotionally. So these are desires that you have that could come through easily if you were allowing them more easily. But these are that feeling of overwhelm means you're not keeping up emotionally with the things that you've already decided you want. And I know from myself, using that terminology for myself, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling stressed going, okay, hold on. 
this is important to me. I'm feeling this stress because I'm not keeping up emotionally with these desires that I've called forth and knowing that that's the work. The work is more allowing and realizing like overwhelm is a good thing because it's just signaled to me that I'm on the path to a lot of great things. I'm on the path to all of these exciting things. I've got all of these exciting challenges ahead of me that are easily unfolding and I'm allowing to happen so easily. You know, when you start thinking about things as not needing to be done through time and not needing to be done through action, but instead getting done because you're energetically aligned and you're keeping up to speed energetically, you're, you're allowing more, you're thinking the thoughts that create the energy shift that allows more to happen. That's when you start thinking of this thing that you used to call overwhelm as massive desire or as a rich full life or as a signal to allow or as a signal to expect miracles. Like if I'm not going to solve this, with action, or I'm not going to solve this with time, and I'm going to solve this by energetically getting up to speed, emotionally getting up to speed. What does that mean? Emotionally expecting that all of this that I'm asking for can come to me easily and quickly. Allowing it in easily and quickly means allowing things to happen, not necessarily by my own time or action. That's why I talk about expecting miracles or just allowing allowing things to unfold easily, allowing things to happen. And so I don't have all the answers here. You know, I'm not suggesting like, oh, hey, Dana Wilde's going to write a big book on stress now because I don't have all the answers. What I'm suggesting is that when we identify the things in our life that we don't like and we decide to talk about them differently, instead of talking about them like everybody else around us talks about them, that's when they start to change. How can we create the new dialogue about overwhelm and stress? Because when we create that new dialogue, and that goes for everything, right? It's not just overwhelm or stress, it's anything in your life that you don't like, quit listening to the peanut gallery and instead start creating your own dialogue around it. Start embracing those things and then watch what happens. What happens is every time we feel overwhelmed or we feel stressed, we start to embrace it and go, oh yeah, I've got a lot of important stuff on the horizon. This is exciting. This is exciting. I've got all these desires that are flowing through me and I, I can have them all manifest and come to me easily and effortlessly by energetically lining up with them, emotionally lining up with them, allowing them in, allowing those miracles to happen, knowing that this can all come to me easily. Well, there's no reason to feel overwhelmed. There's no reason to feel stress. It's really just a signal to let me know that there's so much awesomeness coming in and flowing to me right now, right now, right this very second. Isn't that great? Isn't that great to know that shifting the dialogue and doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good to just say, yeah, yeah, let it in. Here it comes. Allow it in more and more and more. I've totally got this and so do you. <laughs>